It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As you move into your older and wiser years, you may have questions about your finances, your your health, or what to do for fun, besides watching young people try to figure life out. Oh, man, this guy's a moron! The next hour is dedicated to you. Only the good die This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Because women never age, and old school will always be cool. 50 Plus, brought to you by the UT Health Consortium on Aging, informed decisions for a healthier, happier life, and by Incredible. If a stain seems indelible, you haven't tried Incredible. Now, here's Doug Pike. All right, here we go on Tuesday afternoon. Not very much afternoon, but Tuesday afternoon nonetheless. I'm Doug Pike. He's Will Melbourne. We will be here for an hour, hopefully to entertain and educate and maybe somehow otherwise convince you to do it again tomorrow. What do you think our odds are, Will? I'd, I'd say they're pretty all right, you know. <laughs> pretty all right? Can you be more ambivalent? No, not really. Probably not, actually. So, I guess, I don't know, you want to start on good news or bad news? The good news is that the weather is going to be beautiful for the next four or five days, at least through the week's end. That's as far as I looked. We're going to have highs around 90, 91, maybe 92, depending on where you live. Lows of around 70 to 75, which embarrassingly comfortable in the rest of the world. At least, well, California was in a bunch of, was in a bunch of mess. Uh, but no, nonetheless, we, we took care of business. We got our weather at ducks in a row. They were really hot out there, 115, 120 I saw in a couple of places, and just screaming to people about charging their electric car. Don't you do that. No, no, no. We'll have to have a blackout if we do that. I'll get to some stuff about that later. Actually, some good news on that line, I guess. <sighs> there are storms way out in the Atlantic Ocean. Well, not named storms. There are systems. They're not storms yet. They don't have a name. They don't have... They didn't even have official tracking. They're just those little yellow X's that are annoying and kind of get, they're like little earworms and brainworms. They just get in there and they won't leave me alone until they go away. One of them may be worth watching for a little while in a few days, not right now. Don't worry about it now. And another one that who knows what it'll do. We have no way of knowing at all. Oil down a little bit to which stocks said, hold my beer. Down 800 and something, 850, 870 at one point. I don't know where it's going to end up. But all because inflation didn't fall off as much as was hoped. And we are expecting now yet another rate increase from the Fed. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you can't, at this point, I think in our lives as seniors, you can't get too worked up over over peaks and valleys in the market, in the snapshot, in the in the brief look, 
It looks really, really bad, but history says it will return. We've just got to, we've just got to outlive whatever is coming our way with whoever is in office after the midterms. Uh, depending on which way it goes, I think it could be really good or more, more, more of the same. It, as predicted, what six months ago, gas prices continue to drop. That's fantastic, isn't it? Boy, look at what the administration is doing. These are the same people who told us they could not possibly control gas prices. But now that they're lower, well, yeah, look what we did for you. And if nothing changes on the flip side of November, they're going to say, yeah, there's still nothing we can do about this. And that's why they're going up higher. I want you all to watch your credit card statements more closely than you have been lately because... I and my wife became, well, yet another time we're having to get new card numbers. And here's how this one happens. I actually looked it up because she and I, we were just not even really paying close attention because you you look through a, a laundry list of things you've bought over the course of a month on a credit card and you put, write the check and you go on to the next month. But if you don't look really closely, you might not notice a little three, four, two, five dollar charge. Hmm, what's that? And she and I were always kind of writing it off to, well, maybe our son's upgrading a game, or I was thinking maybe my wife was watching movies or something. But there is a charge that may or may not appear on your bill from it says, let me make sure that I read it correctly because I want you guys to know about this. It will say apple.com slash bill 866-712-7753. That's what it says on the statement instead of saying grocery store, gasoline, whatever, wherever you're using that card. They've been billing us $5.40 every now and then first. And then this past statement, the one that got me really kind of concerned and i wanted to make sure because my son said no it's not me my wife said no it's not me i knew it wasn't me so i look it up and if you look that up on the internet it says that's a scam it's not apple it's somebody who got your number and somebody who is taking your money a little bit at a time and my wife even asked this morning in a text when i told her we had to get new cards again she said well gosh they're only making five ten fifteen twenty bucks off of us how is that advantageous well if they can do that with 10,000 numbers and pick off maybe 15 20 bucks a month from all of those people who aren't really concerned over five dollar charges that show up in these statements all of a sudden they're making a pretty good dough that's horrible i hate mm. watch for it report it quit paying the bills for crooks I absolutely I hate scammers more than rattlesnakes and and more well I'd have to think about it but at least as much as I do terrorists that's just that's the lowest of the lowest scummiest people in the world who pe- are people who would totally steal money just steal money and think that's okay <sighs> let's get to a let's get to a break on time shall we will just for just for giggles if you're in the market for a, a custom home, and I know a lot of you may be, you reach this age and you think, boy, now's the time for me to build my dream home. And that may be downsizing. Maybe it's upsizing. Maybe you want to build a palace. Maybe you want a huge, huge, grandiose 
place in which you can live and and really admire the fruits of your labors for so many years. Well, whatever you see as your dream home, the first thing you need to do is contact Kirk Homes, a third-generation builder whom I've had the, the pleasure to speak for many, many years now, and I will continue. I hope they'll let me continue. They offer a 20-year structural warranty, which is twice the industry standard. They offer two-by-six exterior walls, which is half, again, more insulation against the elements. But the rest of that home is going to be completely unique to you and your family. It's the size you want. It's the configuration you want. It's the details you want. It's the electronics you want. It's everything that you and nobody else wants in your dream home. They build from the coast all the way up through the hill country, all the way out to College Station. And they've been doing this for three generations now and doing a darn good job of it. Go to the website, take a look. Kirkhomes.com. That's K-U-R-K. Because at Kirkhomes, it's all about you. Aged to perfection. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Oh, for heaven's sake, we don't have time to listen to the Eagles sing the song finally in about three minutes. Welcome back to 50 Plus. Thank you all for listening. I genuinely appreciate it. I really do. I have so many things to... Okay. Um, let's get to this one right here. This is kind of interesting. This is kind of interesting. Senator Ron Johnson, guy up in Wyoming pointed out Monday night on Newsmax that former President Obama, remember him, declared our southern border to be a humanitarian crisis when there were about 2,000 people a day being caught down there and then processed and then sent on their merry way. Current Vice President Kamala Harris continues to say, anyway, that the border is secure despite the number of encounters now being around six or 7,000 a day. That's three times as many people. But as she continues to, and the whole administration, everybody up there does, ah, nothing to see here. Don't look. No, nothing they say because they've gotten far more efficient, they say, at processing these people and then shuttling them in all directions deep into our country. And they give them free cell phones, of course, because they need to know where to find them when it's time for their court appearance, which most of them don't show up for anyway. And I'm sure they also get a promise that the people where they're going are going to take care of them which was fine up in Washington until Southern governors, ours included, started busting these folks to sanctuary cities and even Washington, D.C., places where mayors not that long ago just shouted from the rooftops that they welcomed any and all comers to their sanctuary cities. Only now Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is, is screaming, oh, my God, we have a 
humanitarian crisis here after she got a few busloads of sanctuarians dropped onto her doorstep. And, and the most pathetic part of this is that she's using them now as political pawns. The sanctuary city there, Chicago, has loaded up some of their illegal immigrants that arrived on buses and put them on other buses and sent them for another ride to a mostly white conservative small town nearby. She didn't welcome these people. She threw them out. And she should be ashamed of herself for doing so and calling Chicago a sanctuary city. But she won't be. Democratic leaders in this country, and make no mistake, there's there's a huge difference between Democratic leaders and a lot of the Democrats in this country who I know. Those leaders think only of themselves and of keeping themselves in power. Those of us who are beneath them, not elected officials, not living off the government, not getting fat and rich off the government, don't think we matter much. And if nothing changes, we'll see stark evidence of that in the short in the very near future. The most pathetic part of this is this this just using them, she tosses them aside like they're nobody, like they're nothing. And I'm very disappointed that nobody's calling her out on this. Well, very few people anyway are calling her out. I am right here and right now for what that's worth. Rather than take care of the people who arrive there, which is what the posters and the, and the posturing they do around sanctuary city status say, they, they just kicked them to the curb and onto another bus. They don't want the expense of actually caring for people in need. They don't want the inconvenience. They just want to hum along touting themselves as so caring and so giving until they need to care and give. And that doesn't work so well. Moving on. This, this got my attention this morning as well. And I'll just tell you what happened. Pennsylvania Democrat John Fetterman introduced himself to a, a very small group of people judging by the response he got. They attended a rally to hear him say whatever he was going to say. And he introduced himself as John Better Woman. And having, eh, yay, yay, go, you go, man. I, I really don't get that. Unless and until he actually changes his name legally. I think anybody who considers voting for him ought to think about how pathetic it is to beg votes by trying to be something and someone you are not that's a slap in the face i think to women i really do and when this charade fails he'll just drag out a new one to woo whatever group gathers next time to hear him babble i've got a hunch he's got a whole trunk full of t-shirts with fetter whatever printed on them he just pulls out the one the the t-shirt du jour if you will let's well did you look up because you heard that name or that word, or are you just looking up because you're trying to figure out what's going on? Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, are you really busy again? I, I hate to interrupt you. you know I'm doing. Do. I'm doing some other things right now. I'm going to give you a pop quiz, Will, to see how much you know about mm, current events. No, I'll. I'll do this. This is less. You won't have to think. You just listen to this one. In a new survey, 33 percent of Americans. And I'm going to ask you. No, I won't ask you if you're in this group. Will I promise? I don't want to, never mind. Say they have sent a naughty photo or an intimate message in a text. 
And what's even more disturbing than this, have you ever received one of those, Will? Uh, a, a naughty message? A naughty message or a naughty photo. I mean... Did, did receiving. I'm not saying you're involved in it. I'm just saying you got one. And you, I'm, you don't even have to tell me if you responded. But have you ever actually gotten one? Well, yeah. Maybe? Really? I mean, Good for course. you. Good for... It's good, of course. No. No, not of course. Of course. That's not... I'm living life. You know, I wish they'd I'm invented... I'm sending them out. I'm doing it at all. Every day? Yeah. Random numbers? You just dial oh. a number and see if it oh, goes God, through? Oh, God, no. Are you talking about, are you talking about, have I received a random one? Just no, no, randomly? no, no. I'm, like, just, no, just, I wake up one day and I see a text message like, from an unknown number and it, it's, and it's dirty. If your first response is, whose is that? Then no, that's not what I'm asking. I'm just asking if you've ever seen one or gotten one. So let's move on past that. Here's a creepy part of this, Will. The average person, it says here, has sent six of those to the wrong person Ooh, in their lifetime. Man, that is rough. Maybe to your boss. Mom. Oops, sorry. I saw something yesterday on, um, where was it? I don't remember where, but one of these things that I just scroll through and find. And it showed uh, inadvertently bad text message exchanges between parents and their children and some of them were kind of like that one of them was from a mom who said did you mean to send me this picture to which the reply was oh my god no delete it is a nightmare a nightmare scenario did we i feel like remembered i feel like i don't remember if we talked about it on the show but of the I can't remember. He was on a flight, and he aired, and the old yes. man airdropped a bunch of mm-hmm. of himself, mm-hmm. and and the pilot. Oh yeah, came the, on and said, "Cut it out, or we're turning around. We're turning around. Stop it. Stop it now." The One World Trade Center. I was going to tell you earlier and get you to guess intentionally is seventeen hundred and seventy six feet tall. In t- so you you know the. You know the significance of that number, I presume. Yes. Yes, thank you. I There's a, a website, I'm going to have to find it, where this guy goes around interviewing young people and asking them questions, and the answers they give will just stagger your mind at what they don't know. It's very frightening. I'm so glad I have someone like you who knows a lot about a lot sitting on the other side of me. If you are tired of old-fashioned vacuums, tired of them spitting out through that filter little micro particles of the stuff you were hoping it would get off of your floors off of your picture frames off of your tabletops out of your nose get yourself a whole house central vacuum from airline vacuum the national vacuum provider for sport clips the company is right here right here in houston right in the centerfold of the country if you fold the east and west coast together, we're just about on that line, and they will go anywhere, do anything to make sure that you get the central vacuum system you want in your house. It's very simple. They put ductwork all through your walls. There's an outlet in every room. You plug in the hose and the attachment. You vacuum that room. You go to the next room, and all you carry with you is that hose and those attachments and the dirt and grime and dust of whatever it is they pick up goes to a canister in the wall in the garage way out there in the garage where you don't have to worry about it. It sounds kind of fancy, and it, it really is, actually. It's very cool. But it's also very affordable, whether 
That's for new construction, which is super easy. Or even the house you're in right now can be retrofitted all the way throughout with a simple central vacuum system. Easy to use, easy to clean. They sell service and repair all makes and models. Get yourself some new hoses. Get a tune-up on your system. Make sure it's working at 100%. That's something they do all the time for people. AirlineVacuum.com. Go there. Take a look. AirlineVacuum.com. Now, they sure don't make them like they used to. That's why every few months, we wash them, check his fluids, and spray on a fresh coat of wax. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. don't hear enough harmonica music anymore will not since i got off the box cars riding the rail back in my hobo days homeless yeah those guys riding the rails there was a time in my life when that would have sounded kind of cool like maybe 16 17 you know a little bit of rebel in me didn't think my parents knew anything and um i didn't ever really give it great consideration but there was just like wow that's kind of that's kind of hip and cool just be able to go where the where the train takes you and hop off get a little work real quick to make enough money to get a good meal and hop on the rail and go to the next town does that sound anything anything like attractive to you yeah no i don't think you got a girlfriend huh I mean, I think even anywhere. I think even before that, you know. Yeah, it's and again, it never really, it was never a serious consideration. I never did take my kerchief and put all my belongings in it and throw it on a stick and walk down the street. But it's interesting anyway. Been a while since I've um, seen anything that made me legitimately hopeful for a world in which fossil fuels could be effectively and efficiently phased out, and maybe. 100, 150 years. But a story I saw this morning uh, talks about something that kind of may push us a little bit closer to actually achieving some ability to wean ourselves slowly off of fossil fuels, but not quickly. It's a high-tech sponge that absorbs water vapor from the air, then uses electrolysis to extract pure hydrogen it can be powered by solar or wind which is that ought to get the green people going right to get them on board here's the deal vehicles equipped with hydrogen fuel cells would would run very similarly it's a it's an energy producing explosion basically very similarly to gasoline powered cars and and very importantly they wouldn't need hours long charges before you could drive to the grocery store. I saw yet another horror story about these new electronic pickups that are coming out. Somebody hitched a boat behind one. Okay, just a just a bay boat. It wasn't I didn't hook the Queen Mary behind a a, a quarter ton pickup truck. But when they hooked it up and they started driving on a full charge, guess how far they got, Will? Three hundred miles. No, less than sixty. I think it was less than sixty miles pulling a boat before that charge me now or walk home light came on. 
Might have been 68, might have been 58. Even if it was 88, it's still not enough. That's messed up. We can't... (sighs) EVs are going to be useless in their present form for people who want to haul anything anywhere, really. Or people who don't want to fork out 10, 20,000 bucks for a new battery every three years. Or people who don't want to sit in line hoping that they don't have to get out there and push their electric car up to the charging station and sit there for six, eight, ten hours. Hydrogen could be the answer. It, I think it is, really, if, if, if we're looking in that direction. And we can and we should keep running on fossil fuel until hydrogen cells are available at scale. These little sponge things, that's pretty interesting. And, oh, by the way, the only, the only byproduct of hydrogen fuel cells, when that chemical reaction takes place and it punches those cylinders down and it moves that car a little farther down the road, you know what's emitted, Will? What is it? Water. Water. That's it. H2O. Who can't use more of that? Okay, so we're going to extract oxygen from the air. We're going to power our vehicles with it, and then the byproduct, what we get, is not carbon dioxide or monoxide. The byproduct is water. You can fill your pool. Just drive around and fill your pool. Drive around your house every, every two seconds, and in, what, a couple of years, you probably fill your pool, at least knee-deep. All right, I'm, I'm really hoping that there's more about this. Uh, very soon. I'd like to see it come about. Moving on to also another kind of a good news story, all the way, an ocean away over in Great Britain. A young man whose little brother had been mugged and robbed of a backpack and his ice cream money. Guy tracks down the thief and instead of giving him a punch in the nose, offers to help the kid out. A teenager, a young man who had no parents, no higher education, no home, no nothing, not a lot of hope even. But this guy offered him help in exchange for the backpack, which they agreed to exchange the next day. They both showed up, which is good. And when the story went public, the homeless guy said to he, I have nothing but what I really want to be is a computer programmer. And word of that got out. And now he's had offers for help and training and someplace to live and a way to get around, all that good stuff. And I'm, I would love to see more stories like that and fewer of some of the junk that goes on that i end up having to share with you guys i like things like that send them to me please all right on the way out incredible is what you need to grab for when you spill something whatever it is you spill on your rugs your carpet your clothes the upholstery in your car pretty much any place you spill something incredible will get it out of there i've had the stuff in my house for more than 20 years now i've used it on Every imaginable stain all over the house, it works. It's always worked. I don't want to jinx it, really, but it, it's 100% effective in my home with all the stuff that I, my son, and my wife, who rarely spills some, but when she does, we get it out with Incredible. It's just that easy. I talked to somebody here at work who has a bottle in her house and said, yes, I've used it as well for many, many years. Very safe for children and pets. It's a water-based formula. That has no chemical smell whatsoever, and it works. I don't know what the other ingredients are. I don't care. Available at HEB, Ace Hardware, and elsewhere. Just go looking for it by name. Incredible. 
What's life without a nap? I suggest you go to bed and sleep it off. Just wait until the show's over, sleepy. Back to Doug Pike as 50 Plus continues. I think we should be songwriters and but just be composers and then throw in two or just find two or three lines from some old sayings from smart people from a thousand years ago and then throw them in there in the middle somewhere but just let the music go kind of like these songs you've been picking all day oh, exactly like these songs you've been picking all day are you kidding me <sighs> moving on um do you want let's do something fun first then i'll go to the other stuff um, I'll let you drive. Do you want that makes sense? That's just kind of creepy. Or one of these two. Not what it seems. That's just kind of creepy. People are talking about their most interesting roommates. Have you ever had a, a most interesting roommate? I did something weird. I don't believe so. I, I, I had great roommates in college. Well, then you didn't have either one of these. There was a woman who was somebody's roommate and is accused of, and who knows, she may have been correct, but I suspect not. She said, the well, the roommate said, the one who filled out the form said that this other roommate would steal bread and blame it on what? The dog. No, that's low-hanging fruit. No, that was being blamed on the ghost. No way. The ghost is a bread eater. Wow. Stealing bread. Yeah. And if you think that's weird, hold on tight. It's a guy who would borrow his roommate's underwear for dates. Figure that out. Did Why? Did I, they give him confidence or something? I, was it comfier underwear? I don't know. I really. I mean, that must have been some pretty good underwear. If you're gonna, if you're gonna take somebody else's underwear, it's got to be top of the but line. But only on date night. Well, exactly. You know. Oh well, yeah. See, he's hoping they might get seen, and maybe his underwear wasn't nearly so attractive. You know what I bet it is? What he does? Oh, he so doesn't. So he doesn't own underwear. Well, I don't. Maybe. That would be almost as creepy as any other possible explanation could be. How do you rank your senses, Will, in order of importance? Because there are 2,000 Americans got polled, and there is a favorite amongst the five in a row. What's the most important sense? That's a good one. I mean, either it's sight or hearing, right? I'd say those those have to be one and two. Pick one. I'm going to say... Sight, got it, is the most important. Second most, hearing, got it. Now it gets tough. Touch, smell, or taste. I'm gonna go with touch. You're still in. <laughs> this is this is for the win, Will. It's taste and then smell. Oh no! Sorry, you had them. You got the first three though. And it's, it's sensed that you were about to say smell as the fourth one, 
But then I started thinking about what mine was, and I was like, well, I could get rid of smell entirely. It's probably one of my worst senses. See, I could get rid of taste entirely. If something smelled really good, I'd go ahead and eat it. Yeah, but, but I mean, it, I'd rather taste the food than but smell if, the food. Yeah, but what if somebody presented you something that looked really good and you went, I can't smell it. Then you have to taste it. Well, that's it. when I would get my own sniffer. <laughs> you hire a sniffer? Yes, I'd hire a <laughs> sniffer and they would sniff my food before I oh, ate my it word. to make sure that it wasn't stinky. All right, fair enough. A man was in Texas. These stories are coming out of Texas now. It's so embarrassing. Arrested Sunday after accidentally shooting himself in the behind. It's unclear how it happened, the story says, but witnesses say he was shooting a gun into the air, which tells me what, Will? Take one guess. That bullet is coming right back down. No, every the witnesses were as drunk as he was. That's what it tells me, because if, they, if he's shooting up in the air and he takes a round in the backside, then... And that's what they think happens is some bullet went randomly up in the air and then he went backing around through the yard and finally got hit. No. I feel like, I mean, did he, do you think he sat on the gun and it discharged? No, I don't. I think what happened was when he pulled it out of the back of his waistband or put it back in the back of his waistband, he popped one off. And um, <sighs> too bad for him, huh? You haven't heard, by the way, Kellogg's is selling single-serve Insta bowls of cereal that come with powdered milk inside. Good or bad? Powdered milk? Powdered milk in a bowl of cereal. All you got to do is add water, and you get cereal with warm milk. With warm milk. I'm, yeah. I'm a pass. Oh, no, you, could, you could use cold water, I guess. I mean, I'm not really a big milk guy anyway, so... Maybe for somebody who's on the go a lot and loves cereal, but if you're eating those at home, you sh- you really should put down the controller and get off the couch. That's what I think. That's messed up. All right, I've got that taken care of, all of this. One more sm- – oh, I did want to get to this, and th- I hate to leave on this kind of a note. How much time do I have? Two? You have one minute. Just one? Yes. Um, okay, I'll do this one then. This is good news. I'll, I'll save this other one for tomorrow. I'm going to put a big circle on it because I want to do it. The world's largest shipping line. This is how this is good feel for for animals. The world's largest shipping line is rerouting its ship traffic in a particular part of the world. Now they're not moving it much. It's only about a 15 mile move, but it gets them out of the way of blue whales, which need some protection right now. And I don't know whether they're running over them like like we. Like I see squirrels in Sugarland in the street. That it doesn't happen often, I'm sure. But what they're trying to do is give these whales an opportunity to move, just unimpeded, I guess, un undisturbed by ship traffic. Will says I got to get out of the shipping lane right now. I'll be back tomorrow at about twelve o'clock. See you then. Adios. Thank you for listening. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.